0: Talking to this is a podcast. We are making noise gather around you, girls and boys. We're motel. We are talking toys. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toy Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick and I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, actually this time, and anything else that catches our eye on today's podcast. We've got tons of stuff to go through. we got Super 7, Lego, of course, American Girl, got some TMNT, Star Wars crossover, Diamond Select toys, more Lego, Merc, Merc, Mercoid. I butchered <laughs> that one, uh, some pandemic talk, and yeah, tons of stuff. You know, we got our fan involvement, shoutouts, and collection updates to round out the show. What's a, what is that? What's that name, man? What's the name that I just butchered? What is yeah, that?
1: I mean, you could have been on the money. I believe it's Merchoid.
0: Merchoid. Merchoid. All right, we'll keep so. We will get to that, but, you know, we kind of kick it off with our quick mentions, man.
1: Kick Dude, us off here. Very quick, though. I'd like to say I'm just happy to be back, you know, um, just cutting it up with my bud here because I think we're a little late on this cast, but better late than never, as some people say. At least we're saying it here.
0: Dude, and it's episode 50.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's the other thing I wanted to mention. That's a big deal, man. That's a big episodes, deal. 50 episodes? 50 sodes.
0: Fifty sods on this cast, at least. I, th- I feel like we're like over a hundred just in our <laughs> casting careers.
1: Fifty sods, even though I think you can only go back to like episode 19 or something like that. And yeah. we got people asking us if, if we can get the earlier episodes. You, you, trust me, you don't want those episodes.
0: <laughs> you do not want those episodes. Don't go looking for those. They are not good.
1: With all that said, Strick, um, just I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here with you. You know, episode 50, we made it. We made it uh, here, here's to another 50 episodes let's kick this off with our favorite super seven mm. gotta, gotta make the list always at every, every cast super seven. the power Rangers action figures that I have been talking about the five points uh reaction figures they are now available for purchase and nice. they look pretty good they look they look exactly as you would expect them to look um the the one thing I'd like to mention is the uh the pudgy pig that we're getting. Always nice to get a pudgy pig figure. Um,
0: How's he always make it in? (laughs) He's always making it in.
1: He's everybody's favorite, man. Is he? Yeah, well, you don't remember all the Power Rangers monsters, and when I ask you to recall one, you're just like, I don't know, the pig.
0: (laughs) I guess that's true. Why does everybody remember the pig? He's very memorable.
1: He is, and I'm I'm glad this time that they uh, included his knife and fork accessory that he's only seen in the episode wielding once. So that is very nice to see him with those. Hmm. Um, these figures are like, what, the 18? I think they're like the $18 price point. 17 fig- Yeah, the Megazord figure is a little bit bigger, and he's at like the $24 price point. So, you know, they're out now. I, I don't know if I'm going to get them. Um, I'll nope. probably get the pig.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. What about a putty? You know what the putty? Buddy- uh, I don't know, man. And Rita? 20- oh, come on, man. Can I get like- you Rita.
1: 20 bucks it's it's getting a little steep there. Yeah, it's a little we'll, we'll steep. See. We'll see. I'm I'm happy to see him out. So, there's my quick mention.
0: Nice. I I got a couple quick mentions here, man, but we're we're just going to yeah. rattle through them. Lego uh basically was like, "Hey, here's our whole catalog for the summer," so tons of stuff, uh, you know, new sets out. The only ones I really linked here were Marvel, Mickey and Friends, uh and a Daily Bugle leak that actually came out this actually right before this cast. Any of these catching your eye, man? The Marvel wow. stuff, the Mickey and Friends, Oh, the one hundred
1: percent, the 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 Mickey stuff, the Mickey and Friends.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my dude. God,
1: dude! Yeah, that on the farm. Anytime you can get on the farm action, you know,
0: with Donald horses? driving a
1: tractor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anytime I- you can make that happen, you make it happen, <laughs> and Lego sure enough did here. So.
0: They definitely did. I'm after all these sets. I want I want Oliver playing with these things. i am to be playing with these with them. I like these figs. I, I, that that's the most exciting the thing. I'm most excited about. I put Marvel on here. Just to, just to switch back. Dude, look at that gauntlet. You see that you <laughs> see that glove? You see that glove? <laughs> yeah, oh wait, I don't, even, it? I don't even know if it's actually in these pictures I sent you, but whew, that thing is looking good, man. Don't you well, want that on your shelf? No. No? Well,
1: yeah, yes, sure, I absolutely do. These are quick mentions, so I yes. thought so,
0: yes. Yeah, Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Daily Bugle, that set's looking humongous, like way too big. Uh, I don't know who's buying that and displaying it, but somebody really loves the Daily Bugle and Spider-Man. They're gonna love that set uh all right man that's the lego quick mentions here's another one i didn't want to, have to say this but uh we got to put it on here because we talked about this a couple casts ago the six original dolls from the american girl doll line they're coming back man 30th anniversary celebration they're bringing back all the classics you got your felicity you got your 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 kirsten your molly your felicity i already said that one Addie, josephina and samantha you excited
1: yes i well i know our resident american girl doll statistician is excited for
0: this oh yeah Dude, Molly. Molly is looking so good. She is, she is back in her original wares. And I'm just I'm I'm praying, man, you get some of those Molly uh, accessories. I'm after those. I don't have a girl now, man, but I don't know. I'm eyeing some of this stuff up. I'm not joking. Eyeing it up. All right. right. Let's keep going. Here we go. Cancelled. This thing never came out, man. Star Wars Ninja Turtles crossover toys resurface. So at some point. The uh the St- the Star Wars license was up for grabs, playmates was like, yo, yo, we might want uh we might want a little, little Star Wars action. This was like late early late 80s and early nineties when TMNT was hot. They said, Hey, hey Star Wars, hey, hey George Lucas, hey Lucas Films, check out these, check out Darth Vader Shredder. Don't you want that toy? Don't you want Chewbacca, uh uh-huh. Raphael with C3PO on his back? Don't you want that? I mean, I was being a little harsh on these. These actually look pretty cool. <laughs> That's why I put it on here. I was like, these look, these look pretty dope. I'd, I'd actually probably be after some of these. Um, so check those links. Check them out. It's, I mean, these never turn into toys, but if they did, they'd probably be pretty cool. Yes, how many times have you been outdoors on a cold nippy day and gotten your nose cold? Wouldn't it be nice, you thought to yourself, if I could warm it electrically? Well, now you can as my assistant, Beaker, will now demonstrate. Come on in here, Beaker. We're just going to slip, come on over here. We're just going to slip this on your nose, all right? There you go, all the way up. There. And now with the nose warmer in place, we have only to turn on the electricity.
1: And there's Beaker with a nice, toasty, warm
0: nose.
1: Alright man, here we go. We are taking a trip to Muppet Labs, where the future is being made today. <laughs> now you're familiar with, you know, some of the happenings within Muppet Labs, right?
0: I suppose so. Most of my uh, Muppet, you know, knowledge comes from Muppet babies. So I know these characters, but I don't know them from <laughs> the original Muppet show.
1: Alright, who we're talking about? We're talking about Bunsen, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. And his lab assistant, Beaker. Like, you you at least know who they are, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Muppets Christmas Carol, love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> They're asking for donations. I know them.
1: <laughs> I can't say I remember their role too well in Muppet Christmas Carol. I don't oh, think no? That's, I don't think that's the one that pops in everybody's head when they think Bunsen and Beaker, but Maybe. sure. Here we go, man. Uh, we're talking, I know this is kind of early to be talking about uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusives, but that's what mm. we're talking about. These two figures we're getting of Bunsen and Beaker as San Diego Comic Con 2021 exclusives. Um, these are figures that are exclusive in a sense where I think their uh, normal figures have already been released, but these figures are exclusive because they are covered in what looks to be like some sort of science experiment gone wrong. So, like some kind of explosion. It looks like some. Some kind of scientific mishap, and, they're, and they're on the and they're on the wrong end of it. They're on the <laughs> receiving end of that of that explosion. They're in, covered in all that soot in know? a in a big way. So yeah, it looks like um, this is from Diamond Select Toys. Uh, they are three to five inches tall, and they are limited to three thousand pieces. So I love being able to talk about San Diego Comic Con exclusives. Man, nothing nothing gets me in the spirit of San Diego Comic-Con than talking about exclusives. So here's something that a lot of us won't have, but we're talking about it anyway.
0: Yeah, man. You know I love them. You know I love those exclusives. These look pretty cool. I like them.
1: Yeah. So wait, are you telling me you didn't really watch The Muppet Show growing up?
0: Not really. No, I watched a lot of the movies. Um, never, Never the show. Like the original from the 70s, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't watch that much
1: oh man i dude,
0: know all I, the characters i know like they were in the lab and like you know they're always blowing stuff up yeah like <laughs> i got the gist i mean they do the same thing on muppet babies don't they
1: yeah well they don't have a designated lab for that like, nah. it's, it's all it all takes place in the nursery
0: yeah 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 and they're they were
1: not- <laughs> they, they were barely featured on the muppet babies if i recall correctly yeah
0: they were they were like cameos sometimes they, they would like, come in
1: yeah they were like the neighborhood kids that would sometimes get put in there <laughs> well
0: the, I think their 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 parents just didn't work all that often, you know so they they, they weren't a daycare all that all that much with that's, nanny
1: <laughs> yeah, that's probably it i I loved these two characters on the show like they they were some of my favorites uh, to see uh more more specifically beaker Beaker was actually one of my favorite Muppets. you know how beaker sounded right
0: yeah, he was like the me 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 the yeah. meeps. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it was just kind of like all meeps. There's a lot of fan theory out there that suggests Beaker actually at one point had a normal speaking voice, but (laughs) through all the stress and nervousness of performing his job, he eventually sort of like choked up a little bit and he can't speak correctly.
0: I mean, that makes sense to me. (laughs) <laughs> but Bunsen's kind of like, he's a scientist, but he's not that great, right? Like, they're constantly blowing stuff up.
1: Yeah, and Beaker, which, yeah, which brings me to this other point. Beaker's usually on the receiving end of the, of those uh, mishaps that Bunsen is usually indirectly responsible for, uh, <laughs> so oftentimes Bunsen isn't really the one covered in the soot or anything like that, but here he is covered in soot. I don't know how often that happened on the show, but... He's all covered in soot. There.
0: He seems happy about it. <laughs> he doesn't seem too bothered.
1: Yeah, he's, he's like, this was supposed to happen, kind of.
0: Yeah, no he's way. like snapping his fingers. He's like in a good mood.
1: I remember. I think I've asked you before. Um, if you had to, it, let's say you were working in like a standard office building, um, and it, and and if you had, if like Muppets existed in the world,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what what Muppet from the Muppet Show would you allow? To like work with you, like as a coworker, you didn't you didn't recommend them to be hired, but who you know they they just they happen to be working with you.
0: I probably go with like Scooter. Doesn't he run yeah. the backstage?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's got it. He's 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 well organized. I'll give yeah. You
0: that. He just seems on top. Of, like I'm I'm saying like I need somebody who's going to be on top of their stuff, and that seems that seems like Scooter. He's not. It's not gonna make me laugh or anything. Like
1: he seems like such an ass kiss, though. I feel like he'd try and like step on you the first chance you get, like to mm. you know for a promotion. A little snaky. That's kind of why. That's kind of why I'd go with like animal, because with animal you know what you're getting. You know?
0: <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. I mean, you're getting chaos every day. If you really like were bored at your job, that would be great to just have animal there next to you.
1: Yeah, but I don't have to be a hundred percent at my job. Like I can slack off a bit. because I'm like, well, this dude's never gonna get my job. You know.
0: I hear you. Oh, so he's like, he's doing what you're doing. Is what you're saying?
1: Yeah. yeah
0: okay. he's a co-worker. Okay, but but like he, he could vie for, for a potential job in front of you. I see.
1: Right, right. He's got no chance. I have, I oh, have yeah. way, you know, I look amazing next to him, is what I'm saying.
0: That's, that's, a good way to, that's a good way to put it. I mean, I would take like any of the Muppets in that, in that frame. <laughs> I feel like none of them would be all that good at what I do.
1: Last thing I want to comment on these figures. I like that we get to see their shoes
0: yeah you don't get to see those too often huh like the pants i didn't realize that he had like uh what are those like check pants
1: yeah although i would i would venture to say if you were to ask me which of the muppets feet do we see the most of i think i would probably guess beaker just because he's usually getting exploded and like jettisoned into the ceiling and stuff like that so you usually see his shoes
0: that's a good point I'm, i'm trying to think like Well, most of them aren't wearing shoes, right? Like like Kermit's not wearing shoes.
1: Yeah, he could. Yeah, probably not. I think Miss Piggy is Fozzie's not.
0: Nah, he's just he's just an old bear. Um, Gon-
1: Gonzo is or is not given the day probably. He's got
0: like sneaks, right? I think I think I've seen his shoes before. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you're I'm, right. I'm thinking of Muppet right. Babies, dude. <laughs> they yeah, all that, are...
1: that can't you can't that can't be your source material for this conversation.
0: <laughs> that's all I got. That's that's, that's that's where my brain goes. It's all of them as babies. Aren't they bringing that back?
1: Yeah, it's ba- it's been back.
0: I'll have to will to find an episode.
1: Well. We'll close this out with, you know, some, in some, some, someday we'll find it, the Rainbow Connection, the Lovers, the Dreamers, and Strick. <laughs>
0: won that apartment fair and square twice. And I'm getting it back right now. I'm getting it back right now.
1: All right, we figured you might respond this way. So we have a backup offer. Oh, no, 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 no more offers. You can't offer anything to us. Let us keep the apartment. And as a thank you, Rachel and I will kiss for one minute.
0: Totally worth it. Have you have you heard about the one the one with the apartment? Have you heard that one? The apartment. The one with the apartment. That's my that's my opening line for this cuz I don't I know nothing about friends. I just know that that every every episode is like the one with or whatever. Um and this was almost a quick mention, man, but I just wanted to get your opinion on this really badly. So friends, there's another friend set coming in Lego and this this boy both apartments. What else could you ask for in the friends line? We got Central Perk, we got both apartments now. I'm pretty sure that's the whole show, right? Where else are they going? They're not going anywhere yeah, else.
1: Barring a scene in the street or like a a gentleman caller's apartment. I, I don't think, I don't think the play, I don't think the show took place anywhere else other than here in Central Perk.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, friends, fans out there, you got it. Here you go. Everything you ever wanted in Lego. Here it is. 150 yeah. bucks, man, for these, for this Ooh. set. What okay. do you, what do you, what's your overall opinion of this set?
1: Um, I mean, I like Friends.
0: How many episodes have you seen of Friends?
1: I've seen a dude working from home in this pandemic. <laughs> I've seen a lot of Friends.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I have. I haven't watched much of it. Nicole watched the whole series. She really loved it. I caught little, you know, drips and drabs. Can't say it's my favorite show, but I appreciate some of the humor. I don't know yeah. who this is for, man. No. I like who out there. It's spending 150 bucks on the Friends Apartments. Who's Who out there is doing that? I don't know.
1: I remember uh, the last time you had this on here with Central Perk, I remember my wife told me, she was like, oh, I like listening to that segment because she loves Friends. So <laughs> I guess it, it could be for people like her.
0: <laughs> I mean, she, she's not throwing down 150 bucks though.
1: Well, no, but I mean, you know, people like her,
0: I guess. I suppose so. Maybe, I guess there's a, they did something with Central Perk and they are like, hey, that set did pretty hot, you know? Unless there's someone inside Lego that just really loves Friends. It's like, we got to make this a reality. We got to do this.
1: I mean, it, it looks... I have nothing against it. I got to be honest with you. Like, I don't know if you're trying to, like, laugh at it. But it's just, like... I really think it looks, like, good for, like, the the Friends enthusiast.
0: I'm with you, man. It just shocks me that it exists. <laughs> I It shocks me at the same time it does not with all these sets that they're coming out with, 18+. plus. Like, they just... I, well... Yeah. I I don't know. Like before collecting Lego, like a few years ago, I was like, I can just about own every interesting looking Lego set available. You know, that's not like, you yeah. know, city or creator or something like that. Like all the big stuff. I can own that if I really wanted to, like I have the budget now they're like throwing everything out there. Just like, here you go. Here's friends, you know, here's I feel like
1: anything that was left on the cutting room floor, like a couple of years ago, they're like, you're out of your mind. Like get, get rid of that. And yeah. now they're just like, well, what's what's on the cutting room floor over there? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Sell that what, 150 bucks. Yeah. People will buy that.
0: Yeah, man. Like they, it's like no holds bar. They're just like, whatever. Release it. People will buy it. <laughs> people are insane <laughs> and they will buy this. Um, yeah, man. Like I, I, don't, I don't want like there's I know there's people out there that love friends and also love Lego. And this is like the perfect thing for you. You got to know, though, that that's a small group. That's a small group of people. Yeah compared to the millions of folks that love Star Wars and Lego. Like, that's that's a crossover that makes sense in in my head.
1: Right, well, and you have the kids market. This isn't for kids.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's it's an old sitcom. It'd It'd be like if they released, like, the Jerry Seinfeld you know apartment and then a little bit later they released the cafe that's like 150 bucks it's like dude like we don't we don't need that much seinfeld lego like i really i was like central perk okay cool we got all the characters interesting i i have them all minifig form i guess i'm looking at them in their variants now like i guess i need these this version of monica and Phoebe's. (laughs) well janice comes in this set so you know that's that's a must-have right there um haven't talked much about the set you get both apartments the hallways there uh tons of nods from specific episodes like the the turkey i actually remember that episode like turkey ends up on somebody's head um yeah man they did it here it is we're talking about it
1: talking about it we did strict so i was mind my own business walking down the street the other day mm-hmm. um it just got in a scuffle with a couple of neighborhood kids yeah and um i i, I, I meandered onto this construction site and i was digging around and <laughs> just digging <laughs> just digging because i heard these drums off in the distance out of the ether out of nowhere these drums were just pounding and i started digging and i came across this board game and it said it was called like jumanji or something and man or something i opened it up I, I i asked the girl down the street to play with me and, <laughs> <laughs> and we got sucked into it you know what i'm saying
0: i, I hear you <laughs> i wasn't i was, i wasn't sure which uh which angle you're gonna go with the, the original the original uh what's his name parish his last name is parish alan parish yes alan parish the uh, i guess young uh young robin Williams. Alright, so, so our listeners who
1: couldn't follow that at all, we are
0: talking about uh, Jumanji, the
1: original Jumanji movie from the 90s, uh, starring Robin Williams and Bonnie Hunt. Here we're talking about a board game replica for collectors, uh, so it looks very, very similar to the board game featured in the original film from the 90s, and it is being put out by Merchoid, I believe that's how you pronounce it. It is a $226.99 collector's item. That's it. Uh, and it's a playable game. Uh from two to four players, you can play Jumaji. You can you can reenact the exact movie. Like exactly. Like exactly how it happened. You can do that at home now. So there you go. Uh slap down your $230 and you're running from Lions and Crocodiles and all that. I think it looks good. It looks like there's some extra stuff included, uh, which is kind of disappointing to me. It looks like they've incorporated like pogs or cards or something, which I guess you have to because in the original they didn't, and it was ever all the monster, well, jungle creatures and all that were, were coming out of the board. So I guess like to replace that, they've given you pogs and whatnot uh, to it's about make the it same. seem like there's something you know filling that void. So. <laughs> I guess that sort of evens out, right?
0: I mean, yeah, I'm paying, I'm paying that extra, you know, 200 bucks for the Pogs. I'm with you.
1: <laughs> you, you take a look at this board and it looks good. I mean, I, I, I don't know who this is for as far as like, I guess, like if you're a big Jumanji enthusiast.
0: <laughs> How many? Uh, it, How many fun. Jumanji enthusiasts are there?
1: I mean, I like the movie a lot. I've seen it a whole bunch of times. But
0: Having you been- are very far from buying this thing.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm light years away. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm blindness. saying. Like, who is this for? Like, who buys this?
1: <laughs> I want to meet
0: somebody who, who has purchased this thing and, like, explain to me what went through your head when you purchased it.
1: Well, I'm trying to tap into, like, my 90s brain when I was watching the movie. And I remember, not, like, very distinctly and every time I watched it, remember this. But I remember at, at points, I was like, man, it'd be cool to, like, own a, a game that looked like that. I remember thinking. You they know,
0: released that, though. It was like 20 bucks.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it looked like this. It was close
0: enough for 20 bucks. for for.
1: I don't know. I remember I wanted it, and I, I think my mom, I saw like a commercial for it. I was like, oh, I want that. And my mom was just like, that, that looks like junk. You don't want
0: that. <laughs> I owned it. It was pretty good.
1: <laughs> was it? Okay. Well, I, that's all I can speak to it. I, I remember seeing the commercials, so I can't really speak to actually playing it.
0: Yeah, man. We played that a decent amount, I remember. And. To me, it was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is the one from the movie." Like, I don't oh, know. really? Well, I mean, I was a kid, so I, you know, I'm dumb. But I were don't you, know. Were
1: you nervous about getting sucked into it for 26 years?
0: I don't know if I was that nervous about it. You know, <laughs> I was. I think I was smart enough to know that when it happened. But I don't know. Playing this one, I might get a little scared. You know, if somebody popped this out, they're like, it's the real thing." You know, like this is <laughs> I found it.
1: Well, I want to put this on here just because I, I wanted to um, ask you. Like, do, do you? Did, you like this movie right oh i loved it oh yeah yeah kirsten like to
0: best flick
1: <laughs> kirsten Dunst's best flick. Yeah. and and her brother whoever he he was
0: the brother yeah <laughs> the monkey brother he's a monkey after movie yeah he was great
1: is this one that you would pop in on the regular
0: oh yeah burning burning holes in the vhs on this guy
1: did you own this movie
0: yeah oh definitely
1: this was one of those uh Old school pirated movies that my father taped like on the VHS camera Came that we had. Like, he'd tape it off the VCR. Well, we did that with so many movies. Like, our whole, our whole video library. <laughs> oh, was I thought just... you meant
0: he went to the movie theater and was no, like one God, of those no. guys, like, sitting no. there under his coat. no, 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 no. no.
1: <laughs> like, we'd rent it and then you'd record it onto the camcorder through the VCR.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. We did that all the time. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, like, our whole video library was like blank tapes with like. Crudely written on there, like Jumanji, in bold letters. Like I remember looking for that, seeing that, and I remember I I ended up drawing like a little lion on it and stuff, it's, like <laughs> just for like qu- even quicker reference, like in emergencies. <laughs> so I knew. Just to make sure
0: you really knew. It. Oh yeah, the lion, got it. In.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I definitely um this was this was definitely a go-to. Um, I watching it now as an adult is sort of like, you don't realize how how much it has, like it's dark in in a lot of ways. Like there's a lot of like, it's about like child, like trauma and stuff. Like, Oh yeah. uh, Like, Oh yeah, dude. Well, like Kirsten Dunst's parents are dead. And Alan, like Alan Parrish's parents are dead. And the the town is like going under, like, it's really depressing in some ways. And it's like marketed as this like really fun and like kid family (laughs) adventure film. And there's like, there's a lot of dark stuff in it. And it, it actually, I remember it gets scary a lot. Oh yeah. In that movie. Like there's definitely times where it creeped me out. I remember in the beginning of it, like when the kids are alone playing it and the kid gets sucked in and then, and then the bats come out of the chimney. I remember freaking out about that. Like that, that was, that scared me.
0: There's a lot of moments like that, even like the stampede and stuff like, and oh the hunter, like creeped the crap out of me. Like I think I had nightmares about him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I could also mention the, um, the crocodile part really scared
0: oh, me. Oh, yeah, that's a good part.
1: Like, especially, like, like the first time, you, you can barely see what it is when it's, like, shot, like, all the way down the hallway, like, from the foyer. And it's just, like, you just see something floating. You're like, what is that? And then, it like, it gets closer and just emerges. And it's, like, Ooh. this giant crocodile.
0: That's a good. Oh, I got to watch this, man. You're making yeah. me want to watch this.
1: Well, go ahead and pick up this collector's board game replica. <laughs> yeah,
0: and... while I'm at it. Yeah, play along in the game,
1: play along. And, you know, we'll we'll you, me and our wives can play and, you know, we'll make some things happen. Maybe get some monkeys or mosquitoes to come out and hit them with axes that we find in the shed.
0: Well, blast, man. Last last thought on this. I I think it was one of my birthday parties. We were going to watch Jumanji um, and I had seen it before and a lot of my friends had not. It was like when it was fairly new. And uh, one of the kids that came to the birthday party wasn't allowed to watch it. Uh, it was just, mm. I guess it was too scary. So we weren't, we, we didn't watch Jumanji on my birthday. And I remember <laughs> really hating that kid uh, after that. Um,
1: yeah, why? Because it was rated PG or something? I think like. it was
0: PG. And I think his parents like pre-screened it. Like, nah, it's a little too dark. Like, we don't want him watching this. So, oh, uh, yeah. and it was one of those kids that got invited just be, just to be nice. You know, like, it's oh, like, God. he's the only boy in the class that can't get invited. You know, it's like, he was, oh man, he was, yeah. Look, I mean, I'm sure he's doing great now. No, oh, no sure bad feelings today. He's but He's
1: probably the one that's buying this stuff now. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm so. sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's like showing it to his mom and dad like, look, look what I got now. Peek, as you said, Curtis, but what does this mean for all of those old toys you have tucked away in your closet? Wish I still had them. Joanne Purton has a story, so you don't waste your money. We're talking some pandemic stuff here, man. Just bringing it to reality, talking COVID-19 but related to the toys. So I'm seeing article after article talking about your 80s, your 90s toys. They are just soaring in value right now. You got to go in the closets, pull out your old stuff and put it on eBay because you're going to be making a mint, making a fortune. Um, I'm really tired of these articles. I know you are too, but I'm seeing them more and more now, man. And on top of that, Kind of related. I just want to get your opinions on these two things. Target will temporarily stop selling Pokemon and sports trading cards because people are going insane with how much how valuable these are, and people are getting in fights and stuff at Targets, and uh, Target can't handle it, so they're no longer going to sell these cards. Do you ever think there'd be a day when Pokemon cards were uh, were like as hot as they were when we were kids?
1: No. Um yeah, it's crazy. I was reading a story that some dude like had to pull a gun on somebody because like he was getting jumped because people were trying to get the cards that he had at the target. Like he had to like pull out his piece in a park in a target parking lot.
0: Yeah, man. It's that, That's that, nuts. That Charizard and other cards, man, going for like 50k online. It's insane, That's man.
1: Insane.
0: I don't know who I I just don't I love stuff. You look like you do too. We're we're super nerds when it comes to this stuff. Never in my life. Would I be spending this kind of money on some of this stuff? I don't, like, I don't get it. A card, a card, $50,000 for a card.
1: See, that's just one of those things where it's like, I, I am very much that way when something is just like insanely popular and people are like knocking each other out to get stuff. I I take a step back and I'm just like, I'm too cool for school. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> want any of it. Like just you, the. Because you want it so badly and you're gonna do anything to get it, that makes me not want it at all. Like I just don't even want to put up with it to get it. You know.
0: I'm with you, man. I used to, I used to like join join the bandwagon, but dude, this stuff I'm like, get me out of here. Like I don't I don't want to be anywhere near this stuff.
1: I remember the last thing I was really hot on getting that was like a huge craze and you were in it too. We were trying to get those Amiibos like when they were mm. super hot. Oh yeah. Um, I remember I'd be, I'd be waiting like for when stores would open to like go get, like I, I, my, my wife would be waiting. Like I'd, I'd have her like wait at a Toys R Us like when I couldn't like to see if like she could get like the new Amiibos that they put out um, just cause like people were going nuts for him. And I remember like we, we were getting a couple of rare ones and people, you know, people were flipping them really quick I'm oh, glad yeah. we're out of that now because I, I hated doing that because I, I thought it was just like stupid while I was doing it. But at the same time, I was just like, yo, I'm in this. I'm in this. I'm in this, <laughs> The
0: yeah. money, man. I mean, you chase the money. I'm mean, shame on these companies for doing this stuff, man. That's that's where I put the blame. It's like there's no reason you need to create this exclusivity around certain cards. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little of both. You know, when you got a property as hot as Pokemon and you're throwing exclusivity on it, like, you know, it's going to turn into crazy town.
1: Yeah, well, not only that, but it's also, um, like, the baseball card craze. Yeah. Because that, like, that Mickey Mantle card sold for, like, millions recently. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. So people are, like, all about that stuff now. Like, cards are coming back in, like, a huge, gigantic way. And here it is. Um, Unless you want to comment on that, I I wanted to get back to the original uh, topic where there's all these stupid news reports out there with this stuff. Um, I've mentioned before on the cast, I've admitted that I, I was a photojournalist for about five years of my life. And I can tell you, stories just get recycled, recycled. I mean, if you're if you're an avid news watcher, like you know that stuff gets recycled. Um, but like as somebody that would shoot the news and report on the news, I'd be going to the same places year round at like once a year, I'd be doing the same story every single year. So <laughs> the, this is no different, dude. I hate seeing this stuff. This is a, these, these kinds of stories roll around about as, as common as just like, Oh, it's snowed out. Okay. We'll go get some footage of snow and, uh, you know, interview people with how they're dealing with the snow. It's like, <laughs> God, man, like this stuff bothers me as a collector, uh, of vintage stuff uh, because I see a lot of like oh my gosh your vintage stuff in, in your attics and closets and basements they could be worth thousands of dollars all you have to do is check just look in your closet yeah
0: and it's like
1: okay well I mean this is something that I deal with like on an hourly basis you know of my life in, in some circumstances so it's like it I don't know I don't want to say like I'm some like prestigious collector but it's like it's almost insulting to hear these kind of stories you know
0: yeah there's that side of it the the side that bothers me less less now but like in the past when i would go to like family functions or something like that and like my family would know like i collected lego or something like that and they'd be like oh just see it on the news like you can get x amount for whatever and like i like i, I got some of these uh baseball cards in my closet or you know whatever yes. it is you know it's just yes. like dude your stuff is worthless like The only stuff that's selling for high dollars, like in package and like, you know, it's a collector that knows what they have and, you know, they're selling it for high dollars. Like you got to be super lucky to, to fall on something like that. It's not just your, your junky GI Joes that are, you know, sitting in your, in your closet.
1: Oh yeah. There's people all the time when I say I sell stuff on eBay and they're just like, oh, well like I have like, uh, like the Lion King on clamshell VHS. Like how much does that (laughs) worth? I'm just like, oh, thousands. Yeah, everybody wants that now.
0: Yep. Get they
1: can't. it on eBay pronto. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't find enough copies of it. <laughs> I just, I want to include this because it's pandemic related. We're kind of coming out of the pandemic. Knock on wood, I feel like. So, uh... Yeah, hopefully, getting no,
1: vaxxed up, man.
0: Getting the vax. Yeah, man. It's Ghidorah. Ghidorah the space monster. He's going to attack them from the sky. The monsters are waiting. Oh, Ghidorah is ready to start his attack.
1: All right, Strick. Get out the way. He's coming. Make way, make way, dude. It's the Zilla. The, the Zilla. Zilla. That's, that's what we call him on this cast. You, you guys Zilla. know. You guys probably know him as Godzilla, but here he is, man. Making another, making another mention on the cast. Um, this time is it's a little more important to me. This time, uh, this means a little bit more. Okay. Uh, here in this mention, uh, cause sometimes I feel like I casually just throw Godzilla out there as a topic, but. This is like really hitting home for me, uh, this specific topic. We are talking about these, the five points line uh, brought to you by Mezco. Mm. And we are getting Godzilla figures from the hit film Destroy All Monsters.
0: Hell yeah, man. <laughs>
1: Strick, I know you haven't seen Destroy All Monsters, so I'm not going to ask. But uh, Destroy All Monsters was the Godzilla film film that I loved back in the day. Like, I loved all the Godzilla films. You could put me... I could sit through any Godzilla film, but anytime I was watching one, I was just like, well, this isn't Destroy All Monsters. (laughs) Like, I was just like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I I, want to watch Destroy All Monsters right now. Because back in the day, for a time, I didn't have Destroy All Monsters, like, on VHS. I couldn't just watch it whenever I wanted. It wasn't just on TV all the time. You had to, like, rent it at the video store, like with, you know, most other things. Um, eventually I did get a home copy, which I still own to this day. It was of white VHS, just a stark white VHS stood out from all my other VHSs I love that. And love- I watch, <laughs> I watch the crap out of it. Yeah. Mezco, man, they, they are just, they are slaying it. Uh, they are, they are knocking it out of the park here, uh, with these figures because they're putting them out in two rounds uh the first round there's four monsters in each round the first round we got the zilla we got rodan we got mothra and we got Angerus. uh all solid monsters solid solid interpretations of their appearance in the film destroy all monsters
0: before we get too much further how would you say destroy all monsters is like the the like fan favorite or is that just your favorite
1: no no, it's not. Well, it's a fan favorite, and let me, I gotta clarify here, it's not my favorite film, Godzilla film. It's my favorite one to watch, if that makes any sense, because I like, I, the whole time you're watching it, you're just waiting for the ending sequence where they're all fighting. Like, where all the monsters, like, this is where all the monsters just take on King Ghidorah, um... And they just wreck it. They absolutely destroy King of Spoilers. By
0: the way. Um, <laughs> it's from 1968. Hopefully uh, people that's, have seen that's
1: it. The, <laughs> that's the whole thing that you're waiting for. Because um, everything else before that, I mean, you see the monsters occasionally. Occasionally they're doing some damage. But you're just waiting for that gigantic brawl at the end. The rest of the movie is basically like suits, mm. like sitting around being like, the monsters.
0: It's a bunch of science. And,
1: yeah, and it's and it's actually the whole the whole sequence is like or the whole plot is like aliens that are uh trying to take over earth so they're controlling all of earth's monsters, which is all these monsters that I just named here. Um and they're going to I don't know, ha- they have some diabolical plan to control all the monsters. So um that's you're you're just waiting for the monster brawl at the end. So uh like I said it's in two rounds. So I already named the first round. The second round is you're going to get these four monsters here Gorosaurus King Ghidorah Baragon and Manila
0: hmm. I like I'm you like familiar? a Manila man he might be my favorite
1: oh god you'd be alone
0: <laughs> you would be alone Strict. I'm guessing that's a little guy in the bottom
1: nobody right. likes Manila yeah no 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 self-respecting Godzilla fan likes Manila no so all right you're you're alone in that but you know I I can appreciate that he's here I guess you know he he was he he didn't, I'm not going to say he played a prominent role in the film, but he was there. You, you can't deny he wasn't there.
0: <laughs> he's doing something. <laughs> he's He's got a nice face, I'll say that.
1: So these monsters, though, that are in the second round are a little more appealing to me, just because they're not as famous as the other ones in the first round. Uh Barring King Ghidorah, because, I mean, obviously King Ghidorah is iconic, but Gorosaurus and barragon they're pretty well unknown to somebody outside of Godzilla fandom. So I am so excited that they are appearing here because they're ones from my childhood when I'd watch this movie. I'd be like, man, I got to get me a Gorosaurus monster <laughs> or a Baragon figure. I got to have them. But they were never available to me, like at least, you know, in the United States. I know they existed in, in some form in Japan, but I, I wouldn't be able to get my hands on them as a little kid. Um, so it's, it's so awesome to see these uh, as, as they appear in, in, in this film as figures. So Mezco's doing a great job here uh, because they're also including uh, backdrops and like little set pieces that go with these figures as well. Oh, that's cool. So each, each round of these is $80. So, you know, 20 bucks a figure that's, it's, it's, you know, that's fine, because, I mean, considering, like, what Super 7's charging, you know, basically 20 bucks for way basic, more basic figures than this, um, I guess that's not totally ridiculous, uh, and they're going to be coming in 2021, but, I mean, all those things considered, these, these are really, like, great pieces, and I would be super excited to own them. I don't know if I'm going to pick them up just because I'm, like, kind of on a budget now with a, a child and all that, so... I uh, got to be more careful with what I'm choosing to spend my money on, especially like high dollar collector pieces like this. I'm kind of staying away from. Um, but yeah, man, I I really think it's cool that these are available, that these are going to be available. And uh, I think, again, I think the backdrops uh, are really going to make this stuff because so often, uh, at least when I was a kid, like so so many times, you, you'd see something in a commercial and you'd be like, this is awesome. <laughs> and then like you, you you get it home and it's like, it's kind of like, oh, this is still cool, but it's like, They've they've set dressed like the commercial. It looks so awesome in the commercial. They've just like souped it up and made it made it look so good. Like because you know you, you bring like bat like a Batman action figure into I don't know like your bedroom and it's like it doesn't even compare to like him like in a little cardboard cutout Gotham City and then he drives through like a wall of like translucent red cubes that aren't included or can't be found. You know. Oh, I know and what you're saying, like, man. Yeah, and it's like you can never recreate that feeling in your bedroom. So there was always something left to be desired. Here, I don't feel like there's going to be anything left to be desired. I think that's really cool that they include that stuff. These figures all look great. Um, so I'm I'm super excited to uh, see people's reviews on these on YouTube and um, maybe someday own them. I don't know. I'm still kind of up in the air about it.
0: <sighs> Got to get that Manila, man. He's at the top of my list. <laughs>
1: Gotta get that Barragon too, dude. I, I didn't really mention Barragon, but Barragon. it's funny that he's even included here, because he plays literally no part in the film. He doesn't do anything. Is he in it? And he's in it. He's technically in it. He makes, like, a very brief cameo appearance, like, just sort of crawling at the camera. <laughs> uh, apparently, he was supposed to have a bigger part, but the suit was so beat up from other movies... That it was just, it was hard to like photograph it and it not look terrible. So his part was reduced. So he's barely in it, but here he is in action figure form from his appearance in that movie. And I love, I live for crap like that. Oh yeah. I think it's hilarious.
0: That's tight, man. All right, man, you, you just took all your picks. You, you, you beg your mom to take you to the local blockbuster. You're driving in the car. You get there and wait. All the blockbusters are closed <laughs> except for the one in Oregon. Never fear, man. New Pokemon Snap. You can print your photos at home with the Fujifilm Instax Pikachu printer. This is it. This is what all the kids are after these days, man. Question one. How much Pokemon Snap have you played since it's been released?
1: Uh, you mean the 64 Pokemon Snap? <laughs> Either. I haven't played Pokemon Snap in a, in a minute here, so.
0: I was considering putting this in collection updates, man. I now own the new Pokemon Snap game, and it is pretty good. It is. Yeah. yeah it ain't bad, man. They, they stuck to uh, pretty close to the original. With a few caveats in there that I'm not crazy about, but otherwise, you're playing Pokemon Snap and it looks pretty good. I uh, half-jokingly want this thing <laughs> just, just to print out <laughs> some of these things and relive that childhood experience. We've talked about all the cast before, man. Uh, sure. Printing at Blockbuster. Remind me, how many times did you go to Blockbuster with your mom and print out print out Pokemon Snap oh, pictures? Oh God, it
1: was it was never with my mom. We were I was like with a friend and like we were with his mom and like I didn't I didn't care about like putting pressure on his mom, because, you know, I wasn't, at the end of the day, like, if he, if, if the kid was, like, pressuring her, I'd pile on, you know? Oh, yeah. Be like, oh, we got it, we gotta print the pictures <laughs> out, <now>. we gotta <laughs> print our crappy pictures out.
0: I need my Charizard picture. <laughs> that Oak doesn't like, but I love it.
1: Yeah, I can't say, I think I did it, like, once, and it was very underwhelming. Um, I would, I would tend to just, like, go to my own personal uh gallery on the cartridge, so... That, that sort of just wet my whistle.
0: So how many of these little—they were like stickers, right? Were they? Yeah, yeah, stickers. How many of these did you own? Would you say?
1: Oh, not many. Oh no. No. Yeah. No, we—I only did it like once.
0: I'm with you actually. I think I did it once or twice, but I did have a friend that went just about every weekend. I feel because like, he is constantly coming to school with like new stickers <laughs> on his uh, on his little binder of his best Charizard uh, pictures. I think it was the same thing. I would. I think I went with his mom. I think my mom was like, "We are not doing that." Like, <laughs> I'm definitely. We're going there for movies, and we always owed late fees to yes. Blockbuster, so she just constantly avoided it. Um, yeah, video games weren't something
1: that like my parents were like, "Oh yeah, you can rent video games." It was always like, if we're going to Hollywood Video or Blockbuster, it was like, "What movie are you getting?" Yeah. Like that's we're not doing video games.
0: I did video games once. I think I got like a Barney game on Sega. And, uh, yeah, that thing was really late (laughs) and that thing got really expensive.
1: Oh, dude, that's exactly what happened. I rented Medieval on PlayStation, I remember, and it just sat there like, and it was, I completely forgot about it. (laughs) My mom was like, you returned that, right? I was like, yeah, I returned it. And I just like rode my bike to Hollywood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that the, that's gotta be their whole business model, right?
1: Oh, just praying that you'd return it late. Yeah,
0: you, know, you know like like credit card companies prey on people that like don't pay their bill, right? And they they get all that interest. Like that's that was the blockbuster model. It was like get dumb people in the store. I'm not dumb people. Sure. Just forget everyone's forgetful. Like sure. Don't remind them. Make sure you don't remind them that there's a late fee until it's like a couple days past that late fee cuz we definitely want to get a, a couple bucks from these people.
1: I remember um I would rent like horror movies there that I wanted to own as a kid. And I remember I, you know, you can't find the stuff in stores. Like I didn't, I didn't have available like stuff at FYE to like buy the movies that I wanted to buy. Like these were like cult films that I wanted. I remember I wanted like demonic toys, like on, on VHS. I was like, all right, well, what if I rent this? And I just say, Oh, whoops, I lost the tape. I don't know where (laughs) it went. And I asked the guy and he was like, Oh yeah, that's gonna be like an eighty dollar charge. Ooh. I was
0: like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. That's like a
1: million dollars to you as a kid. So I kind of panicked. I was like, "Oh wait, no, I found it."
0: <laughs> it is criminal, man. Like, yeah, like charging above what the film costs is just a criminal offense. Yeah, dude. We had, we owed some crazy late fee one time. I'm like, I'm, I'm half remembering this story. I can't quite remember how it resolved, but we were at the register and the late fee came up, and my mom like panicked, and she. I'm pretty sure we left the store without the movies we wanted to get. Because she's like, I'm not paying that late fee. Like, she just left. And we were like... That was... I it, It's burned in my brain. So I can't quite... I think she ended up paying it at some point. But, like, I'm pretty sure we left the store at that point. Because she was either too upset or, like, just baffled by the, the price. Never again will you have to deal with that. Because uh, now you can just print your, uh, your good old Pokemon Snap photos at home. Um, That's right. Any questions for me about the game?
1: Like, the thing I worry about with games like this... I remember... Pokemon Snap being, like, so just, like, fluid. Just, like, all right, here's the levels, here's the controls, like, super easy. Like, you you could do, like, you know, one of three things. Like, you could blow the, the, the flute or throw an apple mm-hmm. or the pester ball. And, like, that's it. And you take the pictures. Like, I'm worried about, like, a new game on an up-to-date console with trillions of new Pokemon. I'm worried there's going to be all this new stuff that I have to learn and adapt to and have to care about. Like, is it, is it complicated in ways?
0: Not really. They keep it, like, you still got the three buttons you start with, and the first item you get is apples. Like, it's it's almost the same. Um oh, okay. There's slight nuances that I, like, don't care for. There's a lot of dialogue <laughs> that I'm just like, dude, yeah. get through this. Like, I, I just want to be taking photos. Um, so there's a lot of that. The professor's name is Professor Mirror, which I thought was really stupid because all the professors are supposed to be, like, trees. So I just thought that was, like, really odd that they let that one through, like, the Pokemon company. Um, yeah, and other than that, there's just, like, little quirks in the game that, you know, I'm just like, eh, I don't really... Like, this, the, it's very slow, I feel like, uh, your panning ability. You know, in the, in the yeah. first game, like, you, you, I felt like you could zip around, you had the R buttons, like, no no concept of the R button, R and L button, with, mm-hmm. like, quick, you know, quick shutter. So I constantly just feel like I'm lagging. I'm just like, God, there's stuff happening on, the, like, behind me, and I just can't get there. Right. Um that's that's about it but yeah otherwise uh pretty good execution you know i'm I'm with you like typically nintendo especially they they just butcher games after so many years they're like oh it's back here's here's smash you know this is controversial but here's smash and it's like this is so far from the original
1: right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah i wanted to ask did they include the the theme song in this in this
0: that's game? a good question um I don't think it's well, the same theme.
1: <laughs> more specifically, did they include the theme song from the opening of the original Pokemon movie? Because that song is fire.
0: <laughs> no, I really don't think that's in there.
1: Oh, God, dude. That song is so good. When did
0: that play? When did that play in the original?
1: When Ash is, like, being a real amateur trainer and he's and he's wrecking that real novice trainers but
0: no i mean like the beginning in the in the pokemon snap game when did they play that
1: i'm just asking like if they played it in this
0: one oh oh it's not in the original pokemon snap i don't think so oh, okay all right that's what i was getting confused um I, I i'm gonna need to look up the song i don't think it's in there though it's a pretty good game though i'm liking it so far i'm still on level one uh but it's pretty good
1: Some, uh, some creepy family just moved in down the street from me. And they closely resemble the Universal Monsters. And I think they said their names were the Munsters. Mm. Strick, we're talking about Super 7 reaction figures. Can you believe it? Super 7 reaction figures making the cast? I know, it's crazy.
0: Twice, twice uh, in one night, man.
1: Yeah, Super 7 reaction figures, the Munsters series oh yeah How how you like that how you like that straight i
0: know i know a little monsters <laughs> <laughs> i know i know a little bit about the monsters
1: this is exciting uh just because these are figures that i mean super seven's kind of setting out this this whole idea of like we're making the figures that you should have had back in the day like these these figures should have already existed and in a way i agree with them especially here uh i watched the monsters a lot when i was a kid Uh, thanks to Nick at night. They were always on Nick at night. I caught the monsters all the time and yeah, I'm a real big like horror guy. So the fact that it was like a show that was centered around like horror, I thought that was like really cool, really spoke to me and I'd always watch it when it was on. So it's cool to see these figures. They, that being said, this is, I guess I would imagine this is the first series because they still need to release Eddie, the little boy werewolf Dracula kid. And they also need to replace, uh, you also need to come out with Marilyn, who is the normal-looking woman. Oh yeah, right, Munster's <laughs> niece. So I'm sure she's going to be a peg warmer, but you know they, she's needed here. You need
0: everybody, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you need all five of them um so yeah i mean you said you're familiar with the monsters did you watch them back in the day
0: i so i i watched one question well i have a question for you i did i did watch a few episodes they were, it would come on at my mom and my pop-up's house on the tv yeah. and like there were a lot of kids at my mom and my pop-up's house that were getting watched like my mom, and mom would pretty much watch tv so it wasn't like we were changing channels like whatever was on was on sure and I remember this would come on and it was black and white and I was just like, I'm going outside, forget this. <laughs> like I cannot be staring at black and white TV. So I figured she was just watching some old timey show. The, the kid is memorable to me because I was just like, whoa, what is that? That's kind of weird. Like he had his little books that he carried. I'm like, what, what is he doing with that? Um, That's all I remember about the show, man. This, this crossover with Adam's family for me, I was just like, I can't keep him straight. It's the same thing. How did you watch it as a kid and not, like, lose your mind?
1: Like I said, it was thanks to Nick at Night, which is still a thing, apparently. Um, but Nick at Night was, uh, for those who don't know, like, Nickelodeon. So, like, Nickelodeon would do its thing with all the cartoons and all the kid programming. And then after a certain hour, they would start playing old shows. Like, I guess, I mean, this is from the six. This show's from the 60s. So they'd be playing shows from, like, the 60s, 70s, what have you. And this would come on, like, right at the top of the hour sometimes. And... Not that I was ever like here we go, Nick at
0: night, yeah, <laughs> I but I was just like, Nick it, at night.
1: <laughs> it, would, it would hit a certain hour, like, I don't, rem- I don't remember what hour it was, like, eight o'clock, or nine o'clock,
0: I think it was nine, and it would
1: be, like, Nick at night, and my bedtime would come, like, an hour after Nick at night, so I'd be like, hey, I'm still up, and this is better than nothing, here we go, Nick at night, <laughs> like, I'm watching the monsters, like, it's, oh, you know, man. it's what was on, and I didn't, I didn't mind it, like, I, I was like, okay, this is old, I can accept this as what it it is. it's not me sleeping is basically how i took it so um yeah i mean i watched this i watched like happy days i dream a genie bewitched i did like, like, all like all those stuff.
0: shows I, they're all in color man that's the only reason i was i was glued to the tv when anything black and white came on i was like i'm going to bed mm-hmm. forget it i'm not mm-hmm. watching black and white
1: yeah i mean the monsters like like i said it had that horror appeal for me like i could i could sit through it i'd always be waiting for the moments where the stairway would open up and they had they kept their pet dragon spot underneath the stairway and like you could barely even see what it looked like it was just something that like would roar and breathe fire and they'd be like oh hey what's up spot like (laughs) like the stairway would open like i'd just be waiting for those moments um other than that the one thing i did want to mention is hopefully when they come out with the eddie figure the little kid that kid was always walking around with this little werewolf stuffed animal doll, and I always wanted one. I'd always, I'd always be so jealous. I'd be like, yo, get me that werewolf doll. I want that. Did, so hopefully hopefully he comes with that.
0: Did he have a little like bundle of books? Am I making that up?
1: He was dressed in like all velvet. I, I don't know about a bundle of books. He probably
0: did. I feel like he was always headed to school with his bundle of books.
1: Yeah, it's, he very well could have been. I, he had a very prominent widow's peak. And oh yeah, that thing kid. was sick. Like, that's Kind of all I remember.
0: <laughs> the kid, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know these characters well enough. Like I, I get them mixed up with Adam's family all the time. Like I said, like uh the. I guess the father is that the father, the. uh Herman. Herman, yeah, like yeah, him and Lurch. I just like yeah. On a bad day, I, I definitely get him confused.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, they're out now, and. I mean, they're tempting. Uh, They're not not for me so much tempting, I guess. But like, they're tempting for I would imagine for Universal Monsters collectors because Super Seven did like all the Universal Monsters already, and these kind of marry into that uh, really well. So they would look really good uh, next to them. So if you're a Universal Monsters collector and a Monsters fan, you know you're in heaven right now because these figures do look good. Um, I'm not going to pick them up, but I'm excited to see them.
0: The builds are bigger. The challenges are tougher, and the host is more prepared than mine. My- more prepared than ever. More prepared than ever. June 1st, Lego Masters is back.
1: Are you serious? And more
0: spectacular than ever. Why are you copying our build? What? Let the bricks fall where they may. Get your uh, get your television set ready, man. Lego Masters is coming back. Season two. Get my,
1: get my VCR set.
0: Yeah, get your VCR set to tape it. Uh, so you can watch all these back. They they. So what we got here is we got our next competitors. We got the teams, the duos. Here we go. Here's who we got. We got. I'm not gonna list them all. <laughs> it's, uh, it's
1: all right. The, the important thing to note is Strick and I didn't make the cut.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's the important first important thing to note. I'm pulling for man. I just all right. Let me. I want to get who you're pulling for.
1: Oh, do I even have to say it?
0: <laughs> I I assume it's the same team. I there's a there's a team that I think. I like a lot that I'm going to like, and it's probably going to go pretty far. And then there's a team that I just, I want to just blow me out of the water. Who's your favorite team? Jack and Dawn. Oh, easy Jack and Dawn. I've just, they're going out first round for sure. But <laughs> I really want them to be so good at building Lego. Like just surprisingly, like, holy crap. I had no idea that these people could build Lego like that. But I'm really thinking, I'm, I'm going to guess my winner now. All right. And I want to hear your winner. My, my winner guess is Zach and Tim. Towards the bottom.
1: Oh, yeah. They, they look like they got good heads on their shoulders.
0: Yeah, man. I just picture that's me in, uh, I don't know, 20-odd years, and that's just Oliver, and we're on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and I got my hand on my hip looking real good. Um, who's your pick? I mean,
1: Natalie and Michelle look good. They, they got the whole, like, you know, can-do attitude, like, you know, put put your nose down and work kind of attitude going on there. They, they, they got some good vibes coming off of them. Um that being said, I, I would imagine a-, a team like Mark and Steven could could go far. You think so? Sure. Why not? I'm looking at faces and I'm judging them. <laughs> like, what, what, what what am I supposed to say?
0: That's fair. I'm <laughs> I'm looking and I'm seeing a lot of like carbon copies of teams we've seen before. Yes. Just yes. just to fit the mold, I feel like in some of these cases and like I just I don't have high hopes for some of those teams. Um but I don't know. There there's some newbies in here, so I'm curious to see I how they do. I right
1: Brian- I thought Brian and Lauren was the team from last year that won. Yeah, dude. I was like what are they doing on here again?
0: I saw, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, there they go again. <laughs> <laughs> now maybe they're their kids with them or they're having a second kid or something. I don't know. We'll learn something new. Um
1: uh but Strick and I will uh, do our best to watch this and we will um update as you know, we release this monthly cast. We will comment on what's going on in the show. Cause we had such a good time doing it last season. So we'll stay up to date.
0: Absolutely. Mostly talk about Jack and Dawn praying they make it past the first episode. Oh, yeah. They have to. Oh God. Oh God. All right. Here, yeah. Here's a pick. Who's going out the first episode. Jack and. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, Ooh, um, I'm going to go with Paris and moto or motto. Paris and moto.
1: Ooh. Wow. They look official, dude. Hmm. They got the white lab coat on. They're
0: looking a little too official, like a little too, you know, they they might be the team that's like we know Lego like nobody knows Lego, and, and they just get a little too uh, mm-hmm. their heads heads get a little too big, and they just kind of, you know, they're the villain immediately, and everyone's happy to oh, okay. see them go first round.
1: I don't know, man. It could be Susan and Jen, the two moms. <laughs> they're 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 like they're like our boys play with Legos how hard could this be <laughs>
0: <laughs> i hope i hope you know some of these people actually break these molds you know and, and actually you know oh, go know. far because last season it was a lot of like uh, you know stereotypes confirmed in a lot of those cases uh, oh yeah with uh with some of those pairs but yeah we'll see man um yeah looking forward to talking about this uh on future casts
1: absolutely this one's just for fans Getting All right, Strick, Uh, we have reached our favorite, the most exciting, the most anticipated portion of the show, our fan involvement portion of the show. And when I say fan involvement, I mean the shout-out portion of the show because we had some people actually rate us and uh, leave some comments about the show. So again, I'll reiterate, if you guys leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts, uh, we will shout you out on the show. L- Labor a Baber. Labor <laughs> a Baber is the username. We Five think. stars. Five stars. Great, enjoyable podcast. Great guys and fun to listen to. Thumbs up emoji. If you read this, if that is feasible, I would highly enjoy if you'd introduce timestamps. Really appreciate uh, your enthusiasm for for the show. Uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep trying to provide wonderful content uh, every month for you guys. Timestamps, we're looking into it. Um, it's already a lot to. to it's, no it's already a lot. Yeah, no promises. It, the show's already a lot of work uh, with our busy lives, especially because we're both like new dads. So it's a. It's a little difficult, but you know that's something to definitely consider. Because if if it makes it a, a more enjoyable experience for you, um, that's something we have to consider. So that's true. Really can't really can't thank you enough uh, for five stars uh, and and leaving a comment like that. Labor a baber. really appreciate it. Uh, we also had a comment from Stephen John Golab. Uh, left on Castbox. It's not Apple Podcast, but we're gonna give you a shout out anyway, Stephen. Uh, he says, "Great show, boys. Started listening a few months back for the Lego content, but now find myself enjoying all topics."
0: Ah, Steve, that's awesome.
1: Sydney, Australia. Look at that, man. The fact Australia love, man. We love the Australia love. That's that's fantastic. Thank you, Stephen. Across the Pacific, um, right?
0: That's what they say across the Pacific. Yeah,
1: that helps us out so much. If, if anybody can leave five stars and a written review uh, for the show, that would really help us out. And people reading your comments, and giving the show a try. Thank you so much, and we're so happy that you guys are enjoying the show. I would like to reiterate, um, please feel free to email us. I feel like people haven't been emailing us um, a lot uh, with questions, because we would be happy to take this time to answer any of your questions. You can ask us some personal questions. um, You can ask us some questions about toys if you want to get to know us better, you know, ask us anything, and we will um, try our best to answer that on the show. So please feel free to email us at toytalkguys at gmail.com. All right, Strick, here's our very close second favorite portion of the show.
0: I'm waiting for your golden pipes, man. Hold on, hold on. It's collection <laughs> updates, dude. Give me... Collection
1: update.
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Ah. All right, now we can start. Go ahead.
1: Collection updates, man. The second most awaited portion of the show, collection updates. How are our collections growing? Uh, and I'm up first tonight, and I gotta tell you, the collection isn't growing as quickly as it was prior to having a baby boy I'm now responsible for.
0: Understandable.
1: Got it. Got to admit that right off the bat because it's just, that's, that's the way things are going. Having said that, I, I do still have a budget committed to some purchases here and there. Um, and now I've, I've made that, uh, I've directed that budget towards, uh, something that I've spoken about on this cast before, but I'm going to speak about it again. Talk about goosebumps—the bumps. Original, original R.L. Stein goosebumps, '90s goosebumps. More specifically, I'm talking about Goosebumps VHS. And you're like, "Now wait a second, Motel. Hold on. I think you said in a prior episode that you've already collected all the Goosebumps VHS that was released back in the day." I
0: do remember that. Yes.
1: And I'll say, hey, you know, I was a fool. Uh, I, I, I was under the impression I had I had collected all of them. Oh and i was mistaken i didn't You're saying you missed uh, one yeah apparently there were some that were released overseas uh in the uk and we didn't get those here so apparently very late in the goosebumps uh era uh, i think the goosebumps era was like what 97 98 99 so a lot of the stuff i think got released in like 98 And then once 99 happened, that's when, like, Harry Potter came out and Goosebumps sort of fell by the wayside and was, you know, still there, but it was, like, a lot less popular. But, like, in 99, they were still putting out, like, VHS and they put out Welcome to Camp Nightmare on VHS, which is very weird. They put that out over in the UK on VHS very late in the game. Welcome to Camp Nightmare, like, that was from season one of Goosebumps. Like it was an old episode and they put that out just over there very late. Um, so I didn't understand that. I, don't, I, don't, I I. had no idea that it existed, but it existed over there. So I was able to procure a copy of that. Finally, I've been looking for it for, you know, I don't want to say years, but I guess technically years I've been looking for it. Um, yeah. I was able to procure a copy of that. So now I, now I believe I have just about all the VHS.
0: Nice man. Just about. Just about. So, so there's more. There's more you need.
1: Yeah, I think. I think. I believe there's also one of Return of the Mummy that was released on VHS overseas. Uh, I can't really find proof of that, or I can't really find. I mean, I can't. Obviously, I can't find it to buy it. So I. I don't know. It could exist. It could not exist. I, I've yet to confirm it, but all I know is I got Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Very hard to find. Super happy to have it and. That's my collection update, man. I don't want to scare you with you know, talking about what Welcome to Camp Nightmare is about,
0: because
1: you know that one. That one terrified me as a kid. I'm getting How about you. I'm getting
0: a little scared. I don't. Even, I don't. I don't know if I remember that one, man.
1: <laughs> well, you got to at least remember the cover, right? Where like it's like the mm. the, uh, the tent, <laughs> the tent at night. I'm looking it's at like it. It's like the tent, the tent at night, and then you got like something peering out of the shadows and like scraping the tent, like trying to open the tent up, and you could barely see what it is. It, like it's like a monster, like a werewolf kind of monster. I'm just
0: trying to get at it.
1: That's that's definitely like one of the better covers. It was a good episode. I remember uh but and you know what? I'm spoilers. I'm going to go ahead and just spoil it spoil. whatever. I don't care. <laughs> the episode ends very abruptly. Like it it takes place like obviously at a camp and this this kid is with like a bunch of his bunk mates and slowly but surely like they're getting picked off one by one and disappearing assumed to be like the doing of this monster that's running around but it ends up being, like, a test for this kid. Like, his, his parents work for the government or something. And, like, he was under... he was This was a test for him the whole time. And, like, the twist is, like, all the kids are okay. And the parents have to, like, plan for a trip to Earth. And they point to the sky, like, we're trip. We got to prepare you for, like, a mission on Earth. And they point to Earth in the sky. And that's the big twist ending. And it just ends.
0: What? <laughs> That is so so weird.
1: I know, dude. It's like a horror movie, like a horror thriller the whole time. Is that how the book goes? And then then all of a sudden, it just ends like that. I believe it's something to that degree.
0: That's so weird, man. A while. Yeah, that's really weird. I I didn't assume that they had weird twists like that.
1: I know. So I'm I'm really happy to own the VHS, so I can rewatch it and watch it over and over again.
0: Yeah. So actually, question on that: Is there any issue with like playing UK VHSs in the US? I'll let you know. All right. Yeah, let me know. You know, it just <laughs> plays backwards or something like that. I feel like I got new news. My collection's growing, man. Not not shrinking oh, yeah. this month. Yeah. Uh, well, it's May. It's my birthday month. And it's also May the 4th. Uh, very, very great holiday for every Star Wars fan. And especially Lego Star Wars fans. There's always a good promo going on at Lego. And I took part in that promo. And I got myself this nice little Star Wars Tatooine Homestead exclusive set on May the 4th that you can only get with a purchase of $85, $85 that I spent on Lego Star Wars uh, in, on May the 4th. Well, probably like May 2nd or something like that, I, I bought it. But I own this thing now, man. Haven't put it together. It's in the box. I will build it one day. of the rest of these. And uh, I don't know, it's a little tradition I have now around my birthdays. I, I purchased some Lego to get the uh, little exclusive set that comes out.
1: It's pretty. It's pretty.
0: It's a nice little pretty set. I like it.
1: Yeah, next to, uh, next to Hoth, I think. This is probably my my favorite setting, so.
0: Yeah, man, it's looking good. Uh, There's some unique choices here with uh, trying to represent some of the characters uh, with like little studs. Don't know if that was necessary, but I appreciate the attempt anyway. Um, You
1: love that simplicity stuff, though.
0: Yeah, I do to a degree. Um I think that's that was a little maybe too much. I'll probably just won't put those <laughs> in this set <laughs> when I display it. But uh yeah, I, I definitely appreciate it. I, I I've talked about the Tatooine homestead and how it hasn't gotten its uh its fair due, you know, in uh in Lego form. Yeah. Uh now we get a little bit of that. So that's very cool. Um in other news, it was also my son's birthday, first birthday. Uh this past month may very recently and we got tons of toys uh tons of toys coming into the the, the strict household i bet yeah man um i bought him a lot of stuff my wife bought him a lot of stuff our parents went really nuts so he probably got like close to 50 toys no joke uh on his birthday <laughs> so right. uh yeah our house is overrun with new stuff now which is both uh you know actually most of it's pretty cool because he's you know he's getting cooler toys i bought him some duplo uh, some Duplo sets and he's pretty into them, which is very, very cool. I'm loving it. Uh, so my eyes are actually turning towards some of the kitty stuff in Lego. And I just like, I, I don't feel bad buying it. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to be picking up a lot of Duplo and that's probably what's going to be uh, hitting the uh, collection updates here pretty soon <laughs> is some well, of the stuff I'm you, buying.
1: Why don't you share with the listeners what you shared with me? what you what what he received
0: oh so i mean he got a uh so we got a mickey and mini um little duplo set and he also could, just got like a little box of duplo bricks you know just a, a little nice like 25 buck uh you know box of duplos and he's liking putting those uh together and taking them apart man he's not too good, good at putting them together but very good at taking them apart and
1: you're beating around the bush man what what picture did you send me
0: The picture. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. All right. So a couple casts ago, uh, we
1: admit to this. We had
0: talked about the Fisher Price toys, you know, you know, harken back to the 80s and 90s kids. So I got him that retro looking Game Boy, man, with the dog on it. Yeah, dude, that thing is good. (laughs) And by good, it barely does anything. (laughs) And it's kind of (laughs) dumb. Oh, you can't play Pokemon Red on it? It is actually what's hilarious about it is it is it plays a theme that is that is almost the tetris theme but just not enough where they want to get sued <laughs> so it's like <laughs> you're like i know what they're going for but it's like they just hit the right notes in the wrong spots uh you know that it's not exactly the tetris theme so i thought that was pretty mm-hmm. hilarious uh but yeah it doesn't do too much it tells you you're pressing the it. a button he i mean at the age he's at his attention span is five minutes with stuff that I, i've learned um and it's just like all kids so he will give it about a minute or two minutes of time you know a day which is you know that's enough for me yeah it's just prepping him. you know he's just getting he's getting used to it he's getting ready
1: he's probably hoping for like some kind of cartridge that's that they're going to release eventually in the future that he can actually play his game boy games on the screen of a tv you know he's probably waiting for that
0: oh yeah he's definitely waiting for that I mean, he's, he's pressing his little cartridge on top of that thing and watching the little dog light up, you know, the little sticker screen light up and play the, yeah. play the not Tetris theme. That's, that's <laughs> a blast. It does have a little like Tetris slider on the side. That's kind of cool, but I don't know. I just feel like they missed the mark. You know, they kind of phoned it in uh, with that toy. Yeah. So I'm hoping Gen 2 is a little bit better than that one.
1: Sick, man. That's such a good update. Hey
0: man, it was a, it was a good month. Good month for toys in the old strict household.
1: Well, episode 50, man. Whew. It came, it went. We're glad you guys are still here.
0: Yeah, man. So that's going to do it for us today. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Toy Talk, guys, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, just search for the Toy Talk guys on any of those platforms. You'll find us. And please give us a five-star review. Like we said, tell us we suck on Apple Podcasts if you can. And don't be afraid to tell a friend about the show. That helps us out the most. Thanks for listening. And we hope to see you guys again next time. Duh.